Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to Podcast of Creative. The point of today's t- uh, podcast is going to be creative restrictions. So, I have a good friend of mine in town from Michigan, um, and we were talking the other day. Um, for those of you, it's just to give a little bit of a backstory, for those of you who know me, um, and I've mentioned this on the podcast a bunch, but I produce music under the name Port City. Um, and recently I've been doing a lot of these, um, like video game remixes. So they've been like 30 second, um, like remixes, I guess, where I'll take a, like a classic theme or a melody or a chord progression from a, a video game song and kind of reinterpret it in my own way. Sometimes it sounds pretty similar to the original. Sometimes it's pretty different. Um, but yeah, so I've been doing these and I need to do one cause I haven't done one in a little over a week now, I think, but, um, you know, it's a good way for me to put out content. It's a good way for me to practice music without it being too, um, too serious. Like I can be pretty lighthearted with it, which is really fun. Um, and I also just really enjoy video games. So it's fun to kind of like dive back into those and find songs that I really enjoy or find new songs from games that I used to love. Um, you know, or series that I used to love, uh, and, you know, kind of reimagine what those, what those sound like. Um, but something that, so he had, he had brought that up and said that, you know, he had listened to a couple of them and, and was asking me about it. And something that, um, something that we started talking about was how that music was created. So for those of you who aren't into video games or tech at all, um, what, how, how those songs used to be written was pretty interesting because they were limited on like they had hardware limitations, right? So you've got your video game console, right? Like the Nintendo entertainment system, right? The first system that Nintendo put out. Um, You could only have three instruments playing at a time in any one song because of the limited amount of, you know, processing power that the machine could put out. So, you know, it's got visuals and it's got audio, And so for those two things to go hand in hand, you could only use three instruments. So you're talking like, you know, a piano, a bass, and a, you know, a drum hit. Um, So what they used to do is they would work around that limitation by doing some really interesting musical techniques. You know, they would chop things up. Um, They would write in really interesting um, rhythmic patterns. Uh, that kind of thing, just to kind of avoid these hardware limitations. And so the funny thing is you get all these really iconic songs that were written under these, uh, you know, creative restrictions that end up, you know, turning into these masterpieces. But according to, you know, everything that we know today about pop music is like, everything's four by four, everything's, you know, you know, the pop chord progression. Um, there's a YouTube video. If you don't know what I'm talking about, literally search like pop chords and it's um it's one of the first videos that pops up they talk about how every single pop song uses the same exact chord progression um so yeah none of these like classic songs for for video games were written anywhere close to this standard pop chord progression or like a four on the floor pattern um which is something that we're all super familiar with in modern music so it's been really fun for me to take these songs that were written with these creative restrictions and then try and rework them, um, in my own way. But something that we were talking about was just the use of restrictions. So, um, I wanted to kind of share that with you guys. I think that the, one of the most beneficial things, if you're stuck in a creative rut is to 
give yourself restrictions. Um, and now this can be used the opposite way, but we'll talk about restrictions first and then we'll go from there. So usually what happens, and this is super easy for me to understand because I work in the realm of electronic music, right? So when I open up my workstation, my digital audio workstation, uh, called FL studio, for those of you who are familiar, um, I have a blank canvas, right? It's seemingly endless possibilities of any sound I could ever want or imagine or create I can put in there. Right. And, uh, you know, for those of you who paint, it's the same thing. Sculptors, you know, people who do pottery, like I imagine a lot of creative fields are the same thing. You know, you start with a blank canvas and it's really intimidating and daunting. And, uh, that's where restrictions really benefit you. So some of the most creative things that I've, uh, witnessed in my life. And I can't think of one off the top of my head, unfortunately, but there's a lot of really creative things that, um, are based around restrictions. Actually, I remembered one. Um, there's a YouTuber who goes by the name Andrew Wong. Well, that's his actual name, but that's also what he goes by. Um, he, uh, he does this, this segment on his YouTube channel called Four Producers Flip the Same Sample. So what he does is he'll have on three guest producers and himself. He'll choose a random audio sample, like an audio clip, and have all of the people on the show write an entire track around one audio clip. The most incredible example of this creative restriction idea is from, I want to say, the third or fourth one of these series. He has one of my favorite producers on who goes by the name Virtual Riot. Um, and if you search, uh, you know, for producers, flip the same sample, Virtual Riot, you'll find the video. And I, I encourage you to watch it because it's, it's absolutely incredible. So the sample for this video, just to give a little context, was uh, just a piano. Um, it was somebody playing this like simple, like nice, you know, piano melody. Um, nothing too complex. What Virtual Riot decided to do was, hey, I've got this sample. Um, in order to make this the most interesting thing, I'm going to use only the sample for every single sound. Um, for those of you who don't understand how electronic music works, that might seem ridiculous, um, especially because he's a dubstep producer. But when I mean that he used it for every sound on the track, I think with the exception of maybe a couple drums, um, he used it for every like wobble bass. He used it for every synthesizer lead. He used it for a, a lot of the drums. Um, kick drums were made out of a sample of a piano. Um, it's like absolutely mind blowing to sit down and watch it and then hear his finished result. Like it doesn't seem real that you could do that from, from a piano sound. But uh, I think that's the cool thing with creative restriction is it almost opens up more possibilities for you and I think that, and, you know, to draw parallels to music again, I think that when you start doing things like saying, okay, I'm going to make, you know, a really interesting song in, you know, using only these three notes in the entire song. Um, or if you're, you know, if you're a painter and you're going to say, hey, I want to paint a landscape, but I can only use different shades of blue. Um, you know, your creative restrictions there, you have to start to figure out, okay, how do I you know, convey emotion with this? How do I, you know, add detail? Where do I take away detail? Um, you know, what things are important? You know, what shades of blue should represent what? 
um, I think that can make for really interesting paintings. And I mean, you see that kind of stuff in, in like Picasso's work, right? Where he paints only in blue or I think only in gray. Um, in fact, you see in a lot of things where, you know, people self-impose restrictions on themselves and it opens up so many more interesting ideas because you're not just going to go back to the same old, you know, boring, repetitive, um, stuff that you're familiar with because you don't have that anymore. You know, if I was going to say, Hey, I'm going to write a song that, uh, you know, uses only acoustic guitar. It's not going to sound like any of my other electronic music songs because none of my other songs really have an acoustic guitar in them. And also like most electronic music doesn't have an acoustic guitar in it. So, um, when you start to impose those kinds of restrictions on yourself, like I said, they really open up your, your world of ideas. Um, and, and it allows you to really narrow in on something. Now, like I said, towards the beginning of this podcast, um, sometimes it can work in the opposite way. And what I mean by that is there are sometimes when you have creative restrictions and you've reached a limit as to what you can do with them. Um, for example, if, if you're a pretty novice painter and you try and do the whole, like, I'm going to only paint in blue, but you have no idea what you're doing. Um, give yourself some creative freedom, you know, give yourself like, Oh, Hey, I also have red now. Um, you know, open it up just a little bit because, um, when you do that, like if you feel stuck, you need to do something to feel unstuck. Um, and that goes a lot with creative block too, is, Part of the reason why I don't think that there's creative block is because I think it's more based around people not doing something to alleviate them of that. Um, like I said, my my workaround for creative block is to work harder. Um, you know, usually if I'm like, oh, I'm not inspired, it's because I don't want to really sit down and put in work. And when I actually start doing that is when the ideas start flowing. For some people, it's, oh, hey, like, I feel super restricted. Um and something that has happened for me in the past is if I'm like, okay, I don't love any of these sounds that I'm working with on my music, then, you know, I'll go jump on the internet and find like an interesting sample pack and download it and use those sounds because it starts to open up your, your possibilities, um, gets you out of a familiar state. Um, and that's something that I'm going to talk about in the next episode. I think the next episode I do is going to be, um, the next in my series of flow, um, it's going to be on novelty, um, really the idea of like getting interesting thoughts um, into your head, getting unique experiences. And so it'll be super fun to talk about that because I think there will be a lot of good, good information coming out of there. So, um, yeah, but I think creative restrictions, if you are having trouble coming up with something interesting or you just want to try something to, to challenge yourself and to, you know, increase your ability in whatever it is that you're doing, I would highly recommend limiting yourself to a point where you feel like you can't do anything with it and then do everything imaginable with that, in that limitation because I think that you'll actually have way more options than you initially thought that you did. Um, you know, try painting a picture with a pine cone instead of a paintbrush and see what happens. Um, I think you'd find that you can actually like do a lot more with that than you initially think. Um, and it would give you a really interesting, you know, tool to work with. Um, and really the cool thing I think with creative restriction like that is you can then start to understand how the world around you interacts with what you're doing. Um, and you can take those 
things that you learned from your creative restriction and put them into your future projects. Um, and I know I've done that before. Like I mentioned, I think on one of the previous podcasts, I did, a a challenge in, in the month of August every year where I, you know, create one thing a day and post it on the internet. And last year I did, um, 16 bar loops of songs and one of them turned into a full track. Uh, it's called ghost. You can find it on my Spotify or Apple music or whatever. Um, but yeah, it started as a 16 bar loop. It was literally, a you know, 15, 20, 30 second track that I posted on SoundCloud last August. And, um, it turned into a full song because I really enjoyed it and I really liked it. And, you know, I was limited with time to produce something of quality and, you know, 30 seconds of music in an hour is actually like surprisingly difficult. Um, I don't know how many of you are musicians, but yeah, it was really fun to, to use that and then see that it turned into something bigger than, you know, what it was ever initially supposed to be. So, um, yeah, I recommend, uh, you know, limiting your resources and seeing what interesting stuff you can come up with creatively for that. So, uh, that's going to be it for this episode. A little bit short. Um, the next one will probably be longer. Um, also I figured out a schedule. So I think I'm going to be releasing podcasts Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And if you guys enjoy that, we'll keep that up. If you don't, then we can kind of figure it out. Um, and then, Actually, you know what? Let's change that. Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. We're going to release podcast Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. And then Friday, we're going to I'm going to do a live stream for Port City on Twitch. Um so I'll link all that stuff in the show notes, uh the show notes basically on the YouTube channel that I started for this podcast. Um also on the YouTube channel, so just real quick, uh, last year I had decided that I wanted to start doing more videos and initially this year I was going to try and do a video a week, just like a short, you know, three to five minutes, something kind of cinematic. Um, and I definitely haven't done that at all. Uh, but I was going through some old projects and I did kind of make two videos last year. One of them was, uh, from my trip to Milwaukee. And then one of them was, well, actually it was technically this year because I went to, um, LA and Disneyland with my girlfriend at the very beginning of the year, like we left New Year's Day. Um, and so I made like a quick video out of that. And I honestly like it, it doesn't look good, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed the process and I enjoyed like seeing how the video worked, um, you know, in post-processing because that's n- never something that I had done before. So I'm going to start doing those, probably try and do one a month where whether I go somewhere or if something interesting happens, I want to do more of like a, you know, cinematic style video to get my video editing ability up. And then I do want to try and start doing something maybe twice a month. That's like a, you know, what am I doing with my life? You know, where's what's going on? Uh, what's interesting? Um, you know, like I do so many different things. I think it'd be fun to kind of have a video series saying like, Hey, here's where I'm at, you know, and then every week or, or two, kind of check in with you guys. So, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, go out there, be creative, you know, put some restrictions on yourself and have fun. So I'll see you guys next time.